I'm a bunny. You're a bunny. bunny. <laughs> Am I a fire bunny? You're a fire bunny. Yeah, I thought I was a fire bunny. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we transcend the pages of Wikipedia to find the path to enlightenment. I'm your host on this journey, Tim, along with my spirit animal, and along with their spirit animals. Here are my guests. Kyle. Sky. Yes. I was going to come up with like a weird like nature cult name, but then I realized that I already have one. Sky. Yes. Sky child. Um, my spirit animal, by the way, is just, it's a red panda in a party hat. Yeah. But it never, but it never looks happy. Oh, I, I'm assuming Skye's, uh, Skye's would be a capybara right now. Covered in ducks. <laughs> <laughs> the capybara oh, was so cute. Yeah, I, I don't know what mine would be right now. Like, we saw so many cool animals at the at the zoo. I don't know if I could pick what, like, well, one that you guys have not already had, because obviously I cannot take your animals. Um, a, a toad. Mm, that, that can do the clean and jerk. That's harsh. <laughs> Oh. That's harsh. Just, just, just from your voice right now, we're we're sorry. Oh, 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 no. Kyle, Kyle is experiencing some uh, audio difficulties. Some malady. In his throat tonight. Yeah. I, uh, I have a summer cold, mm-hmm. and this is this is the best that I can do right now. I'm currently at this moment eating a cough drop. It is the last cough drop in, that I have in the house. <laughs> but I had to go looking for cough drops. <laughs> but don't worry, everyone. Those dulcet t- tones will return. That's right. In That's a right. few weeks. So, mm. sorry, Scott. Uh, uh, if you don't know uh, how uh, we do things around here, <laughs> we play a game where we start on one page on Wikipedia and using the links found on that page, uh, travel from link to link to reach a, a goal, a destination page. This week, I am going to take Sky and Kyle from Moon Rock uh, to another <laughs> form of rock, uh, the big ones over at Stonehenge. Oh. What? So it's a, little, it's a little mystical, kind of a little mystical journey today. That's why I was so. I feel like uh, this. Is oh, I see. I yes. feel like this is a short one. They, I mean, those are pretty directly connected, aren't they? Both rocks. Uh, you might think. <laughs> if, if you, well, if you I happen guess. to do a better thing than I do, oh, all, all to you. But this one took me. This one took me five clicks. I'll tell you that. Okay. Wow. Five. All right. So if you can beat five clicks, you are a meditation master or something. Mm, I've transcended. So, uh, to begin, uh, we usually do a little toss-up question. Uh, the question for you tonight, guys, is uh, imagine that you are an alien race. Uh, imagine, which which you would be that? if you traveled I mean, to oh. another planet. So, imagine you are on another planet as an alien race. It's a developing planet. Okay, so I'm human. Yes, you're human. Okay. On another planet. All right. And they haven't really started up yet. They're, they're kind of slow, you know. It's an up-and-coming like planet. You know. Yeah. Wait, um, who's, who's slow? The, the other alien race. They haven't really developed a lot yet. Wait, they're an alien race? Well, I mean, alien to us. They'd be the native race. The native race right. of that planet. Thank you, Sky. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Just want to be sure. <laughs> yes. So you got to go, but oh, you no. want to leave some form of statue or rock formation in some sort of shape to show, uh, to show them once they you know can realize it that the human race was once here. Mm. What would you leave 
as a representation of humanity on their planet? Well, I mean, this is pretty easy. I, I, I don't think I need to go very far for this, but really you would just make up one large structure. It wouldn't just be like one little statue. I'm going for an entire structure, like a Great Wall of China thing. Okay. But um, what we would do, because, you know, we're from Earth, um, is I, I would have a whole, um, the whole structure would actually be like a rainbow tail of a Neon cat. Mm-hmm. So it would go across the entire planet, or as far as I could go anyway. I mean, <laughs> completely decimating the ecosystem. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're we're from Earth. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I was wasn't clear about that, Sky. Uh, um, so yeah, a neon cat that goes as far as it can around the entire planet, uh, ideally looping entirely to make a, it, its own ring, so that it, you can't go anywhere on the planet without a reminder that Earthlings were here. So a neon ring, okay? Yeah. Neon oh, nice. Nice. Neon ring. A neon uh, sign. A neon yeah. ring. No sign. Neon sign. Dang oh, it. So, dang so dang that, it, Tim. I gave you the job. I gave you one job. You're supposed well, to I, make I was, the puns. I, I thought you were going for onion ring. Oh, wow. Wow. We went at that totally two totally different ways. Yeah. But a neon sign is, is makes much more sense. <laughs> I have Sky's no idea so, what's... This guy's so mad right now. Yeah. <laughs> You took my idea. That was <laughs> that was my idea. No, actually, my idea was just a big butt. <laughs> Give the planet a big stone butt, huh? Yep, like a, just a giant stone butt. Well, I, I'm sorry to say that that neither of you have the correct answer. Okay. The correct answer is a a giant uh, representation of Will Smith, Ooh. and spelled out in like a comic balloon is "You are welcome to Earth." Oh, nice. What? Yep. I got it. Uh, just like Independence Day, yeah. except a lot more friendly. <laughs> oh. Except without the double wordplay on that, where yep. he is actually not welcoming them to Earth. Right. He right. is welcoming well, uh, his fist to their face. Hopefully right. they don't get, you know, like, hopefully USA isn't transmitting over there and they, they see it and uh, they see Men in Black, you know, um, being reshown on the USA channel. Sure. And then they're like, wait, whoa, these guys were being, whoa, this whoa. is not okay. <laughs> I was misled. Yeah, I was misled. We're not going to go to Earth. They're, this is like trap. <laughs> this is not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, considering that neither of you had the correct answer, I will have to go with whoever was closest. Uh, I believe that's going to be Kyle. Yes. I do like yes. the the all-encompassing uh, revolutionary <clears throat> John Cat. Yeah. Just to loop the planet forever and ever. Mm-hmm. When will and it stop? Never. Nope. Like Neon Cat. Never stops. Yeah. yeah. Stop won't stop. Neon Cat. <laughs> is it Neon Cat or is it Neon Cat? I, I have no I go, idea. I go for Neon. I go Neon. Yeah. Neon. I, no, I don't go for it. I don't. <laughs> I usually... Then it sounds like Neon Cat. <laughs> That's no good. I usually don't say it. It's not a word that I generally have i i think i may have said it three times in my life and that was during that entire segment just there all right so all right uh let's talk about moon rocks let us talk about moon rocks moon rocks uh are rocks that were found on the moon no yeah what we go up there or we used to go up there mm. we fix them up and be like hey let's take some of these back we dated them i mean not like Took them out to dinner, but not seriously though. They were, right. you know, they wanted they wanted a commitment. 
Uh, and uh, they range from about uh, the ones we found from a little over 3 billion years old uh, to up to a little over 5 billion years old. Mm. So we learned that the moon is old. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, in some regards, lunar rocks are closely related to earth rocks in their isotopic composition of the element oxygen. They, they seem to be similar to earth rocks, which, I mean, makes sense because our, the current theory is that the moon just broke off of us and orbits us. Right. Uh, just fell into our orbit and collected all the rest of the debris and just made the moon. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite part about all this is that, you know, we, we brought back a lot of rocks <laughs> for study and such. You know, of course, we got to learn what's up there, what's made, what it's made of. Right. Uh, so then in the 70s. Is it worth money? <laughs> Always. Everyone needs to know. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. of course they are because they're yeah. rare. Well, here's the thing. In 1970, Richard Nixon was like, man, we got a lot of these rocks. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's give them out as presents. Sure. Oh, great idea. And so um, samples of moon rocks were given as gifts to 135 <laughs> countries and all 50 states. Are there 135 countries? Uh, apparently in the 70s at yeah, that time. There's gotta be Wikipedia. That yeah. Okay. Um, so these were all distributed. Uh, they were presented in case in an acrylic sphere mounted on a wood plaque. Wow. Uh, which included the flag of the uh, recipient country, uh, which had also flown aboard Apollo 17. Nice move, mm. U.S. Classic. Mm. <laughs> uh, a lot of these rocks, if you go to the country and ask them, hey, where's that rock we gave you? <laughs> you know what they'll it. say? We don't know. <laughs> well, they'd say it with an accent, but yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a list. Um, yeah. So of the There's a Wikipedia page yeah, for all the, the stolen and missing moon yes. rocks. What? Of 270 moon rocks. <laughs> I like um, the, so in the addition ones. to the 135, maybe they gave them all the countries them again. Be like, oh, you lost it? Here, have another one. So of <laughs> no, 270 rocks... 180 of them are currently unaccounted for. Yeah, two of those are states. Mm -hmm. And I love which states they yes, are. Yes, Delaware and New Jersey. I really like the idea that they just fell off the back of a truck somewhere. Yeah. Unquote. The locations of the rocks have been tracked by researchers and hobbyists because of their rarity and the difficulty of, of obtaining more. Yes, I, I, <laughs> that would be. <laughs> for New Jersey, it says, the experts and politicians in New Dur Jersey, including former Governor Brendan Brock, Byron, Burn, as, Byron has no idea of it where it was or of the state even receiving it. Like they, they just, amazing. it just disappeared. Uh, like I don't know what are you talking about? Ireland moon rocks, moon rocks. What? No. So, so we gave we gave them rocks from Apollo eleven. We gave countries rocks from Apollo seventeen. Okay. So Ireland, the Apollo eleven rock <laughs> presented to Ireland was accidentally <laughs> discarded in a landfill. Yep. Known as the Dunsink Landfill in October 1977 after a fire consumed the meridian no. room of the Dunsink Observatory. Oh, no. Which was used as a library where the rock was displayed. Oh, no. So just shovel it all up, throw it out. Oh, where'd the rock go? Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's amazing, yes. Uh, uh, three minerals were discovered from the moon. Uh, these include Arma... Armal wait, I need to do this. Armalkalite, tranquilite, and peroxferite. Armalkalite was named for the three astronauts on the Apollo 11 mission. Wow, this is great. Armstrong, Aldrin, and Collins. That's great. That's some good trivia. I hope it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it'd be something that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. possible. You um, know, 
these missing rocks a lot of them happened like after like the building caught on fire and like crumbled or something yeah and i was like how do you how do you lose a rock a mix you know how do you lose such an important rock yeah amidst all that rub- rubble and it's like oh wait it's okay a <laughs> i i gotcha i gotcha guys so i i really love just to go back to the stolen rocks for a moment here on the Moonrock page, because of their rarity on Earth, the difficulty of obtaining one, Moonrocks are celebrities among stones. Period. <laughs> I love that. I, I like the idea that there's a Twitter feed for Moonrock where it's just like every time the Moonrock gets out on the red carpet, there's just like a TMZ. <laughs> okay. I'm Did sorry. I got to go back wearing? to another country here. Here's, here's how fast and loose Canada plays with its Moonrocks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in 1972, uh, Jamie Matthews, who's now an astronomy professor at the University of British Columbia, good oh. for him, lied about his age in order to compete in an essay contest. He was 13 years old at the time, so he what? lied. He said he was older, apparently. Maybe How much younger. older? Um, he had to be 17 to 21 years old, apparently. What? So he lied. Okay. Uh, he won the contest, uh, which... <laughs> gave him the opportunity to participate in a 10-day international youth science tour uh, in which all the countries of the United Nations were invited to offer up youth ambassadors, um, <laughs> age 71. Offer up your youth ambassadors. Go, I volunteer. <laughs> they were able to go down uh, to Florida to witness the launch of Apollo 17. Oh, wow. Uh, so he won the contest. Uh, his true age came out. Canada's like, whatever, go anyway. Oh, this is so <laughs> pretty great. impressive, kid. Yep. He had some uh, moon rocks already, let's just say. And then it says, as the student <laughs> ambassador, it was decided that Canada's goodwill moon rock was mailed to him where he kept it at his home. Oh, my what? goodness. Eventually, Here you go, cheater. Asked, yeah, eventually he was asked to return the moon rock to Canada, which he did. Oh, okay. And then the rock was reportedly stolen in 1978 while on tour. Oh, it was better off with him. Yeah, apparently it was on tour. Oh, oh so it is a celebrity. It's Look a rock star. Yeah, yeah rock it's, a, it's yeah. a rock star, Tim. Yep. It's a star rock. Uh, in 2003. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's better. <laughs> in 2003, University of Phoenix graduate students tracked mm. down the rock to a storage facility at the Canadian Museum of Nature. I really hope that was someone's senior project or something. Yeah. And then after 30 years, it went back uh, up to the moon. on display. Oh. Yeah, actually, I saw when looking at the list of, of missing moon rocks that Alaska's was recovered from uh, a student that was assigned by her professor to try to what? hunt it down. Yeah, <laughs> this is amazing. So, yeah, it is. It's, you know, you think these things would be a little bit more, you know, a concern of our, our nation. But apparently it's just eh. well, I mean, it we'll, is just a moon rock. We'll send the intern, I guess. Yeah, They're, they do have enough of them that they can just give them away to everyone. So. It's yeah, I mean, it's from us, essentially. <laughs> with some extra stuff from space. I mean, it's really, it's not that surprising. All right, I may be taking a very logical approach here. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. what I can do here. Um, I'm going to, all right, I actually am, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know a whole lot about Stone, Stonehenge. I know it's a henge made of stone. Yeah. That's all I got. And that it was in the one movie, uh, Spinal Tap. So I'm going to assume one of the things that I know is that it was, Used in kind of some new agey stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to go to the moon. I'm going to go to the moon. <sighs> to the moon! Let's okay. go to the moon. Fine. That's good. That's no. not, that's not totally where I was thinking of going. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, there's 
<laughs> it finally happened. Dang it. So I can't click on the... Uh, okay. Um, I am going to Lunar Meteorites. What? Whoa. Yep. All right. Lunar it's the closest meteorites. thing I can get to the moon. All right. Let's do it. So I'm on Lunar Meteorite. You're doing it live. Mm-hmm. Doing it live. All right. So we're going to go to uh, the moon. And there's only one thing on here that I really want to talk about. Uh, it's a cool word that I learned uh, in college and have never had reason to use. <laughs> in the eclipses segment here, uh, which I'm, I'm only going to go... I'm only going to do this because I have a feeling that we'll come back to the moon page eventually. Eclipses can only occur when the sun, earth, and moon are all in a straight line called what? Uh, syzygy. Syzygy. That's <laughs> a really cool word. No I one actually, has to use it. I actually, I actually guessed on that. I actually didn't find out where you were reading that. Are you serious? No. Wow. Well, what? Well, I mean, I am serious. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, you aren't. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Tim. Yeah, it's a syzygy. That's just when the planets are in alignment. And I am surprised that it does not get used more often in, uh, in like, movies where, you know, like, the planets have to be in alignment for a thing, to, like, a mystical thing to happen. It does not get used all that often, but it's from the Greek uh, meaning literally yoked together. The, the only other time I've heard the word used was in a Saturday Night Live sketch okay. about a spelling contest. And it's like, your word is syzygy. And they're like, can you use that in a sentence? And he's like, yes, your spelling word (laughs) is syzygy. Oh, boy. It is, to my knowledge, the only English word that has three Y's in it. Although I'm sure there are, as soon as I say that, someone else will find one. But that's, to my knowledge. Um, Something else related to uh, lunar cycles. This is one of the things that always trips me up. Uh, I can never remember this. Hey guys, out of the words perigees and apogees, which one is the close one and which one is the far one? In, in, the, in terms of an orbit, the perigee is one of these and the apogee is the other. Which um, is close and which one is far? Um, shoot, I think it's the apogee is close. <clears throat> Tim? I, I want to say the perigee is close. Perigee is close. Oh, okay. I have no good uh, mnemonic for this. Well, I just say like para, like to me means close. Oh yeah, I guess parallel. Yeah. Oh, parallel. Para, right. para military. <laughs> parachute. Sure. Close by you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. On um, March nineteenth, twenty eleven. Actually, they used the European uh, style. So, nineteen March, twenty eleven. It was closer to Earth when at full phase than it has been since nineteen ninety three. Fourteen percent closer than its farthest position in apogee. Reported as a supermoon, this closest point coincides within an hour of a full moon, and it was 30% more luminous than when at its greatest distance due to its angular diameter being 14% greater, because math formula. Yeah, that was a lot of numbers and math words. So It I'm was gonna... 14% more moon. <laughs> just, percept, or just perceived 14% more moon. It's actually, it's like those cereal, cereal boxes. You know, that they say you get 25% more, but really it's just that the box is slightly larger and your it just looks like it's more. So I'm going to click on Supermoon because I want to know more about it. And technically that should get me closer, right? That's got to okay. be a mystical event. I'm, I'm looking at um, <laughs> pictures of the moon from all sides here. Uh, you usually see, you know, <laughs> we usually see the moon from the near side and it's all smooth mm-hmm. and kind of nice looking. 
Uh, it shows the far side of the moon here, the North Pole, the South Pole. <laughs> like, you know, you, like the near side of the moon is smooth. The one we see on the bottom, it's all like craters and and hills and bumps. You sound the like moon, you don't. The, yeah. moon, the moon has a big pimply butt. That's not true for all. Of <laughs> yeah, but it's all you know, cratered and yeah. bumpy oh, down man. there. <laughs> you sound like you don't approve of this. I mean, it's it's surprising. <laughs> the, well, hang on, the legal status. How did I miss this? What? There's a legal status with the main article space law. What? Yes, space law. <laughs> oh, oh man! <laughs> All right, I gotta put. I I, I already picked Supermoon. <laughs> I really want to know. Sky, if you can get us the space law. <laughs> you win. You just you just win. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I can't do that, but Lunar Meteorite, surprisingly, is a lot about moon rocks. Um, it's pretty sure. much the same stuff about moon rocks. This is kind of interesting, though. Lunar meteorites um, collected in Africa and Omen are, for all practical purposes, the only source of moon rocks available for private ownership. What? All rocks, you know, like we said, all rocks uh, collected during the Apollo mission are property oh. of the United States. They're getting away as gifts. Mm. Um, all lunar meteorites <laughs> collected by the U.S. and, and Japanese Antarctic programs, which okay. they are by treaty held by those governments for research and education purposes only. This oh, says, wow. although there is no U.S. law specifically against the ownership of Apollo moon rocks, nor has there ever been and is likely ever to be. Wow. wow. Um, none of them have ever been given or sold by the U.S. government to private citizens, which is oh. really surprising. Private so like no astronauts have ever gotten a piece of the moon rock? I guess not for free. Oh, here we go. Even the cases of plaques containing genuine Apollo moon rocks given in 2004 to astronauts uh, to, to astronauts and Walter Cronkite for some reason. <laughs> NASA retained ownership of the rocks themselves. They're like basically like this is in your house, but it is still ours. So uh, you own we, this VHS tape, but we, you know if you show it to anyone, we'll have to arrest you. We we technically have a, a very very tiny uh, consulate in your house. <laughs> yeah, a I very tiny uh, yeah ambassador embassy. There we go. Yeah, I'm um, the ambassador. What would you say like? How many space law? Uh, a thousand meteorites hit Earth. How many of them are moon rocks? How many of them are lunar meteorites? Ooh, what do you think? Uh, do you know a percentage or like? I want a number. Oh Two. dang! Out of a thousand? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go the other end. Uh, I'm gonna go 950. Oh, it's one. What? It says oh, one close. in every thousand no, newly discovered Sam, meteorites is a lunar You still meteorite. don't win. You still don't win by Price is Right rules. You went over. Yeah, oh. nobody wins. House all wins. over half we a all rock. <laughs> we all lose. Which I guess makes sense because the moon's kind of like done. Like the moon's <laughs> just kind of like round. <laughs> like it's like I'm formed, dude. Are like, you are you saying that because of the moon's back, it it should just be it should just settle? Is what you're saying? You know, like this this yeah. is just something you're never gonna get over. Dude. You had your day, moon. Like yeah. <laughs> No, it's Is, isn't that a new children's book? <laughs> the sequel to Good Night Moon. You had your day, Moon. You never Stop. made something out of yourself, Moon. <laughs> you had your chance. Wow. The, the vast wow. majority of them come from the asteroid belt because the asteroid belt is still all pieces of junk. Yeah. Well, that yeah. makes sense. I, I have no idea why I guessed 950, by the way. That's totally illogical as I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, 
You just see the moon just slowly wearing away over time <laughs> of you and shrinking. Oh, that, wish, that wouldn't take very long every year. <laughs> um, well, so I have some choices here. All the choices. I have Antarctica. I have Africa, which okay. is a yeah, continent, not a country. Uh, <laughs> and I think I'm going to go with Earth. <laughs> just go to Earth? Are you sure you can go with Earth? I mean, this is a location. It is. Well, it, well so I, is the moon, technically. Well, yeah, so are states. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. I think we're all right. So all right. I'm just trying. Like, I had the same idea as you. I want to go pagan, but it's, I don't. I don't know another way to do I this. I don't know other way to do it. And maybe, like, Earth will get me to more geological stuff. I just don't know. So I'm going to go with wait, Earth. Do we know what it's made of? Earth. The rocks are made of? Like, what type of rock it is? What type? Stonehenge? Yeah. Old rocks. Old rocks. Got it. Mythical yep. rocks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so super moons, guys. All right. Super moon. I actually clicked on this just because I wanted to learn about super moons. Uh, I do like that they have up here, um, okay, the supermoon is the coincidence of a full moon or a new moon with the closest approach the moon makes to the Earth on its elliptical orbit, which is which one? The apogee or the perigee? The perigee. Nice. Uh, resulting in the... I even play like Kerbal Space Program. I should know this stuff. <laughs> Except I have like three Kerbals like basically lost in orbit around the sun <laughs> right now. What are you doing to those Kerbals? I don't know what a Kerbal is. They're like just little like those little like alien dudes. Okay. And you you build spaceships and it's very scientific. And so that <laughs> results in me like basically trying to get to the moon without having enough uh, fuel. And then... <laughs> Nice. Then they lose orbit on the moon and they just start oh, no. orbiting the sun. Oh, no. And then I try to um I try to save that Kerbal with another Kerbal. Like <laughs> because <laughs> because you know space isn't that big. I just <laughs> I just have to point the rocket in that direction. <laughs> That's how that works, right? I, I came very close once. I was like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. And then you just see him like streak across the sky and i'm like oh wait yeah he's moving like thousands of miles per hour more than this guy is <laughs> that's not gonna work i appreciate uh, i appreciate you trying sky <laughs> yep and then that guy got lost so i just have to <laughs> but they don't die so i just leave Oh no! They don't die. They just get very bored. That's yep. even worse. Oh my gosh! That's pretty awful. But anyway, so the technical name is the perigee syzygy of the Earth Moon Sun system. That's the full name. It's all in bold on Supermoon. Uh, the term Supermoon is not astronomical, but originated in modern astrology, which I didn't know modern or I didn't know astrology was still coming up with terms. Yeah, I didn't know there was a modern astrology. I think <laughs> yeah, we had everything kind of figured out. I thought they were like the moon, done. You know, done. just like you're done astrology. <laughs> they're they're Imagine pairing up. They're pairing up to make yeah. a comeback. Nice. The moon and astrology. The syzygy. We got some new Earth, stuff of the Earth Moon Sun system. Uh, the association of the moon with both oceanic and crustal tides, which crustal is not a word that I use often, has led to claims that the supermoon phenomena may be associated with an increased risk of events such as earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. But the evidence of such a link is widely held to be unconvincing. So rather than talk more about the supermoon, which is cool, but yeah, it doesn't do anything. It's just it just looks large. 
that's really what it comes down to. Like they they mentioned down here that natural disasters are blamed on it, but there's no way, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, because the, the resulting uh, pull on the tide would do almost. I mean, it would be a little bit stronger, but not enough to actually right. do anything. Yeah. Um, they they make a suggestion that it could have the the force could be about twenty percent greater than normal, but not enough to like make you know that's not going to make a tidal wave. It's uh, it has been claimed that supermoon of March nineteenth, twenty eleven, was responsible for the grounding of five ships in the Solent in the UK, but such claims are not supported by evidence. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to tell you guys about uh, a guy that I knew online um, years ago that I bumped into uh, back on uh, wow on an old art website that we used to bump around on. Um, yeah. And, uh, this guy, he was a really weird guy, but you know, good artist and all that. he was, it was, he was interesting to talk to. He was convinced he was a werewolf and he made this argument very strongly. How did he make this argument very strongly? (laughs) Okay. Now, now stay with me. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. He says, or at the time said, I I don't know if he still does. I hope he's, I hope he's moved past this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> How old is he? Uh, he would have been in his 30s at the time. Okay. So, you know, 40s-ish now. Right. Um, he says that um, the idea of being a werewolf is not actually becoming a wolf as as we think of in our modern culture. That's it. That's, that's what being a werewolf is. He says that mm-hmm. there are people who are, uh, who are very, very, very aware of their heart rate. And uh, and their blood pressure and things like that. And that is actually true. true. That's backed by science. Yes, that is backed by science. Uh, There are people who just can feel it very intensely. And according to him, during a full moon, if you are that aware of your heart rate, Mm -hmm. it can actually make your like the tidal effect. No. Hang on. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Stay with me, Sky. Uh huh. The tidal effect can uh increase your heart rate and make you feel more nervous and and anxious and it could uh, you could possibly start acting a little bit manic and people would you know years and years and years ago there would be you know i mean a long long time ago uh there would be these people who just every full moon would just freak out and eventually that became what we think of as the werewolf and so he says that he is one of those people uh, that is so strongly connected to his heart rate, and uh, during a full moon, he uh, yeah, during a full moon he can feel his heart rate like speed up, and he gets anxious and and just like really wound up, and he has to he he actually according to him took medication to lower his blood pressure during full moons, so he didn't kill people, I guess I don't know. Yeah, sure. So I thought, they, I thought they called those people lunatics. They tell oh, 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 boom. Take no, that, I, Moon. No, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being honest. I'm like, I'm not making a joke. Oh, well, you did make a joke. That's, that's where lunacy comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's a pretty good joke, but yes. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. He's He was very convinced about this. He, According to him... His parents, uh, at least his mom, was one of these people, too. And so it's like a family line thing. So 
Okay. It's not how you become a werewolf anyway, but no. I guess he, I guess he would argue that that's been lost in the in the myth, mythos of it as well. So he was not bit by someone with a high <laughs> high heart <blood>. rate, <laughs> yeah. blood pressure. That would be a really terrible curse. Almost worse than turning into a wolf mm-hmm. is yeah to suddenly have you get bit by someone suddenly you have high cholesterol. Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> diabetes. Like oh, oh no. my gosh. Get bit by Wilfred Brimley. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, well, this is gonna get me closer anyway. Uh, just because I'm gonna go to astrology. <laughs> I'm oh. gonna click on astrology. All right. And hopefully, maybe there'll be something about Stonehenge here. There, it, that had something to do with it, right? It was like a zodiac table or something, right? Uh, maybe. Oh, thanks, uh, thanks, Tim. Sure. Thanks. I Thanks, mean, guys. I mean, I can't really help you with that. You guys are the best. All right, go on. So, Sky, Sky <laughs> this is a serious contest. So, Sky, <laughs> what, what can you tell us about? Remember last? Earth? Remember last time when I went to paper and I, I went to plants? <laughs> you didn't think I could get any more vague and boring. But here we are at the Earth, and, and yeah, here we are. You know what? Though we have a very pretty planet. It's true. It is. Sky, please tell me that the word life is just on there and you're going to click life. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be pretty great. Um, No, I'm going to talk about the name of the Earth a little bit. What? Because that's the section that talks about paganism and that's why I'm here. Nice. Um, English word for Earth was derived from uh, Middle English. What? A lot of uh, English words. What's yeah. the Middle English word? Wouldn't it have been Terra from Latin? What? Earth I mean, and Terra? Like I mean, those aren't like, those aren't even I know, but I'm saying like where where did we get that from is what I'm asking. Where did we get Middle English from? Yes. It's Scott. from Old English. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yep. Um <laughs> and uh let's see yeah it comes from the old, old english noun uh, which is most often spelled e-o-r-o with an accent e oh Erori? Erori? Whoa. that's so cool why, why don't we call it that it's like a confused dog <laughs> um and it was also used uh in its, in its earliest uh appearances to actually as like a translation of the latin terra so ah, there we are but it's not like that's the word that they used in in place of that and that's like the ground the soil dry land that's that's how they got the planet you know how we say earth is also like the ground oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, soil yeah. and stuff and so that's what that's where it comes from cool um as with terra and gaia earth was a personified goddess in germanic paganism sweet just like beyonce yeah <laughs> Uh, later in Norse mythology include Joro, a giantess often given as the mother of Thor. Also like Beyonce. Yep. And then it goes on about Earth and like lowercase and uppercase and how it used to be lowercase, but now it's uppercase. <laughs> but there's other house styles and the Oxford spelling recognizes the lowercase for the most common. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to bore you guys with that. I'm going to oh, click oh, on Sky. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm talking to the to our the audience that we technically oh, have. Oh, got it. Okay. I know you guys would be like, "Oh yeah, that's great." I was going to say we literally had a discussion what two episodes ago about the breakdown of what was the word? Like we uh, was it was it about the ink uh, the ink stones or something like that? 
that we uh, were uh, pulling apart. Oh no, the Japanese language. Yeah, the background of the Japanese language. We yeah. literally pulled that apart for like ten minutes. Yep, cut that out. It was uh, pretty sweet though. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go to Germanic paganism. Sure. And hope that gets me. I I, I think you're right. I think it's something. I, I think it was. I think it was pagan. Is <laughs> what people were thinking. The only Stonehenge the, was. It's a mystery though. I like Stonehenge. how Tim's like basically like. I want you to get to this thing that nobody knows anything really about. I I see. This is the thing. Like I thought this would be a lot closer than it's it one, is. <laughs> it's one of those things that people know, right? But they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hey, it's there. It's a big pile of rocks oh. in in England somewhere. That's cool. I don't watch like, enough History you know? Channel. As I'm thinking about it now, I really should have gone. I really should have gone the Spinal Tap route. That might have gotten me there faster. That would have been neat. It's possible. Uh, probably through Richard Nixon, through a movie <gasps> star that he knows, through any of the people that are in that comedy group. I could probably do it. I should have gone to Earthbound. I bet they have. I bet there's a thing on Earthbound. Nice. Stonehenge yes. is in Earthbound. Yep. Is oh, it well. called Stonehenge, though? Yes, it is. Oh, dang it. Ah. I just came back from Earth. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I'm in dramatic well, paganism. <laughs> let's let's go wow you, you guys are going deep uh astrology to astrology it's a weird thing i don't understand this astrology consists of several pseudoscientific systems of divination based on the premise that there is a relationship between astronom astronomical phenomenon and events in the human world which it which is bonkers uh <laughs> the <laughs> citation not needed uh, many cultures have attached importance to astronomical events, and the Indians, Chinese, and Mayans uh, developed elaborate systems for pre predicting terrestrial events from celestial observations, which is scientific, not that. Um, so, all right. Uh, in the West, astrology most, most often consists of a system of horoscopes to purport, oh my gosh, purporting to explain aspects of a person's personality predict future events in their life based on the positions of the sun, moon, and other celestial objects at the time of their birth. The, whoa. The majority of professional astrologers rely on such systems. Um, rely on such BS. <laughs> yeah, they go all the way back to uh, Babylon uh, here. Yeah. Yeah, and so... All the way up till today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are... And, and I really like the way that this is written... Because this article actually starts out with like, here's how they saw it at this time. And then they say, even people at this time were like, this is dumb. Uh, they have this section called the ancient world. So they talk about the, what's going on in the ancient world, how people were using it. And then immediately following that, a section called ancient objections, which sounds, that would be a great album title, I think. But also, uh, you know, just... Uh, just an argument saying that this is this is not this is not going to happen. This is not true. Right. Just not true. And they do similarly throughout the rest of the uh, throughout the rest of the article as well. I'm trying to find a list of the. Oh, here we are. Okay, we talked about this uh, the other day actually. Uh, the Chinese zodiac. Uh, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a water pig. Yeah, I don't remember how this works. We need to find this out. Okay, so the, uh, the Zodiac traditionally begins with the sign of the rat, and the cycle proceeds through 11 other animal signs, the ox, the tiger, the rabbit, the dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, and pig. 
Okay. I, I believe I am also supposed to be... Aren't you guys the same year? We are. Uh, in fact, if you if I click this, yes, I am. Uh, how much younger are you than us, Sky? Uh, four years. I'm uh, 87. All right. Hang on a second. He's 87 years old. Dang. All right. We are 91. Well, that sounds right. <laughs> Hang on. I'm getting there. Uh, 81. No. So that would be... So help me. If you're a dragon. No, you're not. I'm a bunny. You're a bunny. bunny. <laughs> Am I a fire bunny? You're a fire bunny. Yeah, I thought I was a fire bunny. Oh, wait. Hang on. Oh, weird. Uh-oh. What did you find out? Oh, okay. So they do it through the whole year. Yes, you are a fire bunny. Sweet. Uh, yeah, that is pretty sweet. And according to, let's see, Tim, you are... Water yeah, pig. you are a water pig. And I, I am too, I guess. You are? Yeah, because we're in the same year and oh. within the same within the same round of the uh, zodiac of that. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what that means for us, but there you are. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, look at this, Tim. Our uh, our lucky numbers are two, five, and eight. That's and we are great. Yeah, we're supposed to avoid one, three, and nine. Like the number of people that host this podcast. So we're, uh, mm. our lucky flowers are hydrangeas. <laughs> Whose lucky flower isn't hydrangeas? Way Those to go, guys. Beautiful. Hang on, it gets better. Uh, pitcher plants. Ew. So that's, yeah, and marguerite. I don't know what kind of flower. Margaritas? Yeah, no. Uh, and we're supposed to stick to earth tones, gray, brown, and gold. Yeah, Tim does yeah, a good job I of that. Like, I do like brown. Mm, well, there you go. That's why, because we're water pigs. Uh, Sky, you are supposed to. Oh, your lucky number is three, three, four, and six. Yay! Um, and whoa, whoa, oh my gosh. Okay, your lucky flower. <laughs> oh yeah, you're supposed to avoid one, seven, and eight. Okay. Your lucky flower is the flower of fragrant plantain plantain lily. Sweet. What? I think. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Your another one of your uh, lucky flowers is the nerve plant. Okay. And then also the snapdragon. Oh, snapdragons. Snapdragons are, are sweet. They yep. are pretty sweet. Uh, you are supposed to use red, pink, purple, and blue, and you're supposed to avoid earth tones and white for some reason. That's the color of death. There you go. So well, there you go. That's that's astrology. It's crazy. It's a crazy. I actually was just reading an article today. Well, I saw an article on um, Lifehacker. It was like, which reasoning style best describes the way you think? And it was like detective, like skeptic, ooh, journalist. Ooh. And I was like, oh, this might be interesting. And I was going to take it, but the page took forever to load. So I went down <laughs> and looked at the, con the, the comments. So not the patient one. Yeah. Well, it was it was actually down because so many people were trying to take it because it was on Lifehacker. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, someone in the comments is like, online personality tests are horoscopes for people who think they are too smart for hor horoscopes. Nice. <laughs> um, and I guess it, they, they, they actually linked to this Wikipedia article for the Barnum effect. Do you guys know what the Barnum effect oh. is? Oh, dang it. They talked about the this. The effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On uh, Good Job Brain before. Yeah. Individuals will give high accuracy ratings to descriptions of their personality that supposedly are tailored specifically for them, but are in fact vague and general enough to apply to a wide range of people. Yeah. Uh, I think that some some dude in the 60s or 70s tested this by basically telling people like, 
okay, we're going to take a personality test and then we'll give you the results. And then you're going to tell us, you know, how you think they fit you. And they basically, you know, the people took the test, the testers gave them back feedback from like the week before's like section of the newspaper. Wow. Not for like their right um, zodiac sign. So like not even for the right thing. And wow. like, I think it was like 75% or something said, oh yeah, this is me. Like, wow. like oh yeah, okay. So they're still around. So do you know where you're going uh, from here, Kyle? <laughs> After I <you're> do. <laughs> I actually, yeah, we're going to use you, Did that. you read it in your horoscope? I did. Uh, I'm reading about astrology saw a popular revival starting in the 19th century as part of a general revival, revival of spiritualism and later new age philosophy. I'm going, all right, the only other thing that I know uh, about Stonehenge is that it's popular with new age uh, yeah, philosophy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's popular with the kids. With the kids, with the new and the age um, so I'm clicking on New Age and hoping that Stonehenge is somewhere on this page. It's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Great. We have confidence. Our, our, it's our not celestial paths are clear. <laughs> yeah, the moon is not in my, in my house tonight. You guys want to know about Germanic paganism? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you put Germanic on the beginning of anything and it just makes it sound kind of more boring and stuffy. Oof. Yeah, well, it's pretty much like Vikings, dudes. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. that's kind of, that's better. Call it why Vikings, did, dude, why didn't you call it that? Yeah. Well, because it's supposed to cover the time from the Iron Age until Germany was Christianized during the medieval period. Oh, boy. So they had a lot of ground to cover, but at some point, Vikings <laughs> happened. Um, Does Don't they always? Yep. Uh, man, I had a, such an outbreak of Vikings this weekend in my house. A lot of the early ones aren't documented very well and were like lost. A lot of the early like paganis paganistic uh, religions in Germany. <laughs> Amazingly, Vikings didn't keep good records. The but Vikings, Vikings actually <laughs> did keep good records. What? Uh, really? Yeah. Early medieval North Dramatic Scandinavian Viking Age beliefs. Whoa, that's a mouthful yeah, are much better documented than its predecessors, notably via the records of North Norse mythology in the Prose Edda and the Poetic Edda, as well as the sagas written in Iceland during 1850 to 1400. And of course, it's well documented. Like we, you actually know what it is. Like you can name some Norse gods. Um, I, I can name three. Yeah, and that's oh, the four. I can name four. Yep. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Odin. Do it. Thor, Loki, and uh, Freya. Freya, yeah. I could name one more. Oh. Frigg. Frigg, yeah. <laughs> I remember Frigg. Frigg, yeah. <laughs> Frigg, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. I just want to say that um, the Lord of Poetic or Mantic Inspiration appears to be named Wodenaz. Wodenaz. What? Wodenaz. This is amazing. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to get to paganism, and I got to like a specific place of paganism and a specific time of paganism and now i can't get to paganism it's not linked anywhere it's not anywhere on there no that's dumb that's amazing um i, I can help you out sky there's theology and religious practices and that will take me to myth and ritual and i don't think that'll get me very close myth and ritual anglo-saxon paganism that was, in fact, a really good uh, uh, Stevie Nicks album. Ah, uh, 
I'm going to myth and ritual. I'm not. I'm just gonna fall down a path. I think. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not too far removed from you. <laughs> okay. I'm over at New Age. And uh, oh, there's 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 a picture of people in a circle. It kind of looks like Stonehenge. It really looks like it, but it's a New Age quote unquote rainbow gathering in Bosnia. So uh, it's not Stonehenge. But uh, I do want to read this bit here. A religious studies scholar Paul Helis characterized the New Age movement as, quote, an eclectic hodgepodge of beliefs, practices, and ways of life, unquote, which can be identified by a singular phenomenon through their use of the same or very similar lingua franca to do with the human and planetary condition and how it can be transformed, end quote. That's, that's a pretty good description, I guess. But... All that to say, uh, similarly, historian of religion, Olive Hammer is the name of this historian. Olive yeah. Hammer, which is amazing. I don't know how you <laughs> go into how you become a historian with a name like that. Uh, termed it a common denominator for a variety of quite divergent contemporary popular practices and beliefs which have emerged since the late, teen, late 1970s and which are largely united by historical links, a shared discord, and an air de famille. Uh, which leads me to believe that you can't talk about the New Age uh, beliefs without using French. Um, so they have a whole list here of all of their stuff, uh, all of their beliefs, their concepts, including Indigo Children. Uh, if you guys ever played the Indigo Prophecy, that's kind of what this is. Uh, I, listen, uh, I listen to the Indigo, Indigo Girls a bit. Mm, not like that. Not like that. Okay. <laughs> not very long. No, no. They of course, talk about how it makes the people uh, issue traditional uh, sex roles. So there's that, I guess. Good job, guys, I think. Um, it works a lot with uh, Carl Jung's uh, descriptions of the psyche, which is really based in like uh, the like communal subconscious. And it is, it, it's, it's kind of, or yeah, community of subconscious. And it, it's, yeah, if you ever got, if you guys ever played Psychonauts, it's that. Everything is relating to video games with you now. <laughs> that's that's this I is what know, happens. I didn't know video games were so connected to New Age philosophies. It's art, Tim. They're art. However, uh, talking about ancient civilizations in here, Atlantis, Lemuria, Mu, and other lost lands existed. Period. Citation. Uh, relics. <laughs> I like that they have a citation here. By the way. Um, Relics such as the crystal skulls and monuments such as the Eiffel Tower. No. You found it? Stonehenge. Yeah. Ah, and the Great Pyramids of Giza were left behind. Nice job. By Atlantis, Lemuria, Mu, and other lost lands. That's not true. <laughs> no, totally not. But it got me to Stonehenge. So here we are at Stonehenge. Oh, man. Most, nice job. A most amazing Stonehenge. Good job. I want to talk about myth and ritual because I'm a nerd and I find this stuff interesting. These Um, names of your of your twin twin pistols are (laughs) my children. (laughs) (laughs) This is myth and ritual. Um, It's short. (laughs) So Uh, short for Melitha. (laughs) Intuitively, I want to specifically talk about the the relationship between myth and ritual. Because intuitively, usually they think ritual comes from myth. And a lot of scholars kind of think that too. 
you know, like you create a ritual around uh, oh, yeah. a myth yeah. to remember it or to commemorate it, you know, um, like Passover, right? Yes. So yeah. they do Passover uh, as a ritual to remember the myth of the, the whatever it's called. <laughs> Wow. I mean, it was the, the Passover. The Passover. Yeah, That's I was like, called. wait, I already said Passover. Passover That's what it's called. Yes, it is. A... They do Passover to, to commemorate the Passover <laughs> when they stuck lamb blood on the, the door and yeah, the angel we, of death was like, nope. We definitely come from this tradition, guys. Yep. <laughs> um, that was That's a thing. And then in the 19th century, uh, scholars kind of started to support the opposite way that myth and religious doctrine resulted from ritual. Oh, dang. And this is known as the primacy of ritual hypothesis. And this is to, and uh, one of the first dudes was William Robertson Smith. Uh, and he said that um, he draws a distinction between ancient and modern religion. He says that in modern religion, doctrine is central. And in ancient religion, ritual is central. Um, he argues that ancients tended to be conservative with regard to rituals, making sure to pass them down faithfully because that's mostly all they had. That was the important thing. You know, you're going to pass it down to people you're close to. You're going to be there to show them how it works, right? You're just, yeah. you're basically kind of evangelizing to yeah. your yes. family, your immediate, your immediate community. Um, so ritual is central. You don't need, you know, the myth isn't necessarily the important thing. Mm -hmm. Um, in contrast, uh, the myth that justified those rituals could change. So that's why, you know, according uh, throughout history, you see the, the stories affecting these rituals or being behind these rituals changing. Wow. Um, and Smith even goes on to say that many of the myths that have come down uh, to us arose after the original non-mythic reason was basically forgotten. And so that they came up with kind of the myth based on the ritual and yeah. he uses an example of the worship of adonis um it says that wor that worshipers mourned adonis's mythical death in a ritual that coincided with the annual withering of the vegetation and according to smith again this is just this is kind of him yeah saying this and this is on wikipedia someone writing about him uh the ritual the ritual mourning originally had a non-mythical explanation that the annual withering of the plants you know during the annual withering of the plants the worshipers lament out of natural sympathy like sorry sorry plants oh your guys are all going and dying <laughs> oh no we can't eat you uh just as modern man is touched with melancholy at the falling of autumn leaves mm. so sad i don't know yeah. i don't know about that yeah. uh once worshippers forgot the original non-mythical reason for the morning ritual and that's morning m-o-u-r-n-i-m-g yeah. yeah i suppose it could have been in the morning it too. could have been morning uh they created the myth of adonis as the dying and rising god of vegetation to account for the ritual so suddenly you know it, it's they kind of melded those things together and said, oh, yeah, Adonis is the dying and rising god. Why do wow. we do this, Dad? Well, well, um, there's this lady. It's basically Calvin's dad all over. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But anyway, going on now, of course, in postmodern times, guess what we did? What did we do? We decided, you know what? There's probably not even like like a relationship really there. There's not like a co coextensive relationship. It's just myths or myths and rituals or rituals. Wow. Some come and some go. <laughs> eh. <laughs> We're all going to die someday. Wow, that's amazing. Yep. Well, that's, that's our last ritual right there. And what would yeah. I click on? I have no frigging clue. I'm completely lost. <laughs> Good job, Kyle. So, yep. you guys, I noticed you guys went through some like kind of mystical, uh, astrological, ritual, mythical things. 
I did do that. Um, my path from Moonrock to Stonehenge was like this. I went from Moonrock to Scoops, which were used to pick up Moonrocks. That took me to Shovels, actually. <laughs> uh, from Shovels, I went to Spades. Oh. From Spades, I went to Playing Cards. Wow. From Playing Cards, I went to Card Structures. What? And then Card Structures, of it's course, Stonehenge. people build Stonehenge, yes. Wow. wow. So I went without like any sort of weird mystical anything it was really kind of weird i'm really sad that one of us didn't try to go the uh spinal tap route i i, yeah. I wanna, i'm gonna or try it on my own route. yeah we got to try these later or if one of our listeners wants to try let us know how yes, it works out do it. but um, uh, of course stonehenge is one of the finest henges in the world mm. uh, it's a prehistoric monument located in wiltshire england uh about eight miles north of salisbury I love their stakes. Mm. Uh, it is, of course, one of the most famous sites in the world. And uh, people believe today, uh, the smart ones, you know, the ones who study it, <laughs> that Stonehenge actually served uh, more as a burial ground. Okay. Uh, although some people, I think, thought it was like some sort of calendar. Yeah. I used to I think that, that. But Yeah, theory. Uh, Stonehenge is weird, and I don't like it. What? Oh. Um, <laughs> Whoa, whoa, where it's, did this come from? Well, I don't understand, man. Specifically, is it because you lost this round? Is that what it is? Hell no. Oh, because I really like the idea that the etymology here for this starts off very first sentence after the description of what Stonehenge is. The Oxford English Dictionary cites. That's, that's where this well, Wikipedia page starts off. They're going straight to the OED. Well done, whoever wrote this. <laughs> I guess so, it's just like there's rocks piled on top of each other. How did the rocks get there? I mean, I don't know. It's a big deal. There was deal. no TV. <laughs> it's like, guess what? We want to be remembered by st with stuff, right? So did old people. Yeah. They just yeah. they just put rocks on top of each other, and they're like, people are gonna get a kick out of this. First they were <laughs> first they I guess first they tried wood. What? And then they're like, well, this, this isn't going to last. I Please mean, tell me there was a three little pig scenario here. Please say. No, they did happen. not make one out of straw. Ah. Oh, so that would have been funny. Yes, yeah. it would have. We're going to make this out of soft serve ice cream. <laughs> yeah, It's going to be great. going to last forever. <laughs> oh, man, this actually looks kind of good. You know. Oh, no, we ate it. Even worse was the one that they built out of dominoes. I mean, that was just not a bad, not a good idea. Apparently, they were there were two large wooden posts erected near the site during the Mesolithic period, and of course, like like the UK seems kind of getting a record of doing this sort of thing. They they paved over it, made a car park, a parking lot. Cool. So like, yeah. oh, there used to be these really big things here. They'll just put these little circles <laughs> in the parking lot to tell you, hey, there used to be a park or big post here. Um, oh, wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of our dead kings is under here, too. We don't know. We'll find it's it possible. eventually. Maybe. It is very yeah. weird, like looking at these photos. I'll link to this one in the, the comments or the, the show notes. Um, there's one post-World War One aerial photograph. Yeah, like it's just like there's a road next to it and there's like some kind of debris or something and then there's a fence and it's like it's just out in the middle of a field and it's just hanging out there. Yeah, that's why people were weirded out by it. That's yeah. why they had to come up with a story. I guess so. Yeah, it's just weird that like you they didn't like 
Here, they would have built like a tourist trap town right next to it with like cheese houses and <laughs> stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. That's but true. No, it's just uh it's just out there. Uh there is only there are only two entries in the in popular culture section and one of them is Stonehenge, a 2013 song by Elvis. And the other it, it's a Y L V I S. So that's Oh, is it Elvis? No, I am Elvis. 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 Um and then Stonehenge, the song from the comedy film, this is Spinal Tap. We totally could have done it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, everyone, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this rock tour <laughs> from Moon Rocks to Stonehenge. <laughs> that was a great laugh, Scott. It was quite a, quite a journey. Uh, we found some scary things along the way, didn't we? Oh, yes. And we found our uh, Zodiac animals. Yeah. Yep. Our, actual, our actual spirit animals. <laughs> A little pig splashing in a puddle with micro boots. That's mine. <laughs> I still prefer our other ones. I'm so. Oh no, mine would be a little bat. That's what it would be. The little bat with the little ear wiggle thing. Because yes, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh, that's all that's, it does. It just stares at you and just wiggles. I'm that. I'm cool with that. That's totally all right. <laughs> Thank you, spirit animal. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. How are you? So cute. Well, uh, if you'd like to uh, get some more of our shows or anything like that. You can go to <laughs> <laughs> or tell us about your spirit animals. Yeah, uh, you can go to iTunes uh, and find other of our episodes there and also leave us a review. Tell us who your spirit animal is in your review. We'd love to see that. That would be we'll even read it on the air <laughs> if it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. We gotta, <laughs> gotta put uh, that in there. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Twitter at uh, WSKBcast. Yep. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Uh, we are also on Facebook, as we should know better. Just look that up and you'll find us. We have nice little fun cover photos that we like to switch out now and then. Yes. Um, where else do we go? Uh, Tumblr. <laughs> the Tumblr's pretty much dead. I haven't updated it at all. But we don't we go do to have, Tumblr anymore. We do it's have silly. a blog spot. We do yes, place. we do have a blog spot. That is wskbcast.blogspot.com. Yes. Yep. You can listen to all our episodes there. Live mm-hmm. streaming. Including this one. What? Eventually. What? Yep. In the future. I guess. Which is kind of, you know, I'm predicting it using astrology. All right, guys. Well, until next time, uh, stay safe. And <laughs> stay uh, listen, listen, to, listen to your little pig. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, Don't listen to the fire rabbit. <laughs> no, it's a bad <laughs> fire rabbit gives bad advice. <laughs> fire rabbit just asks you to burn things. Yeah. It's a bad idea. Tell me to burn things. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Throw that me. was really creepy. <laughs> Bye. 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 Just a second. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. All right, Tim. This is it. We're just going to meow. You got Yawn. it? Meow. Meow. Oh, right, yeah. Meow. I can't remember this song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I can't do it. My throat hurts too much. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 uh, you know overexert yourself. <laughs> I I am committed to goofs, Tim. <laughs> well don't commit it so that you can't goof later. That's true. Hello. So you guys done talking about moon rocks?
We were. Yes, we were. Yep. 